Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I'm your dungeon master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is episode 73, and it is part of the Oracle story arc. I first want to give a thank you to anyone who was at Dragon Con this weekend and came to see our live show. Thank you so much. It's such a fun time to have people uh, come to those shows. Uh, the, the gang said that the audience was really great, and, and so th- thank you so much for being there. Uh, I also want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring for supporting the show, for uh, giving us the, the latitude and ability to, to make cool things happen for the show, with the show. Uh, and again, I want to remind you that the, uh, the Thursday, every third Thursday of the month over at twitch.tv slash srsbiz underscore network, we do our tavern nights. They are pseudo in canon. Uh, they are the, the Tessa characters you know and love, and it's only because of the patrons that we're allowed to do that, able to do that. I mean, we'd be allowed regardless, but, but they're the reason it happens, and so thank you to them uh, for supporting the show, and thank you to all of you for being who you are. You're all special and great. Uh, I also would love to mention that over at uh, adventuringpod.com, you can check out the shop, our previous limited edition t-shirt, the one for Lester Restoration, has uh, left the shop, it's gone back into the vault, and in its place is just in time for back to school. It is the Black Scale University college t-shirts and sweatshirts. Uh, the hoodies are a little expensive. Uh, if you ask me, I understand that. I get it. Uh, but I think they're super cool. And uh, if you are so inclined, you should check them out. Uh, all of it over there is really, really rad stuff. And uh, I hope you'll enjoy it. I'm really excited about this story. There's some huge things happening here. So uh, don't blink, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm -hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. You have been traveling across the ocean for the last several days. A small boat that was able to be manned by the four of you uh, on the island of Sun and Moon. You were able to take that from there east through the ocean, through the islands, off toward Eviara. Uh, While the barrier was down, it was absolutely clear to you that there was a lot of demon influence in the Demon Isles, uh, and stopping to chat was not probably going to be high on the 
the list of priorities as you made your way eastward toward the mainland. Uh, Eviar is the first place you were able to settle in and make uh, landfall. So you're actually at the docks of Tianal, near where you were before in Eviara when you depart. Uh, it's been arduous only because in the way that like trying to keep the boat going as fast as you can eastward has been grueling um, for you all. Uh, right, even as you pull into port, uh, Scarpin is down below decks sleeping uh, as you pull the boat up to the the dock. Um, it's late when you arrive. Uh, stars high above. Uh, and on the dock, there is, uh, it's empty. The, the whole place is quiet except for a single woman standing on the docks, uh, in a flowy, uh, white dress that seems to shine in the moonlight. Uh, she is just standing at the end of the only open slip on the dock waiting. It seems as you pull your boat forward. Um, I, I don't like, you know, um, do you think she's real? Corporeal? Oh. <laughs> Demon, are think... you afraid she's a ghost? Yes. Um, well, I can just talk to her. If you want to go downstairs and hide with Scarpin, I can just, you know. Do you think I should wake up Scarpin? I think you uh, might, it might be a good idea to wake up Scarpin. Yeah, it's probably, probably pretty smart, right? Ooh, question. How long has this been? How long have we been going? About four or five days. Okay, so I'm probably... Uh, I'm going to say that you are rested enough that your exhaustion okay. has uh, abated. <laughs> like, Why is that bitch Scarpin sleeping and I'm up here on deck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted to uh, make my exhaustion status clear. <laughs> yeah, I think your exhaustion status has, uh, has, has improved. Thank you. Um... Uh, I, I, she's probably harmless. She's probably just here to like, like maybe she's like a doc, a doc person. Like, maybe she's wait just, into. Maybe she's just sad. Maybe she's just out there and she's just kind of sad on the docks. Oh, maybe she just needs a friend. Maybe she, yeah, she's alone on the docks in the moonlight. This seems like the beginning. Hello, of my name is Ellery. Yeah, what if she died out there, like waiting for like a uh uh like a uh, a husband who was away at war fighting the fish or whatever. Well, we're going to find out soon. Oh god. When you yelled out to her, Ellery, she raises her eyes to you. Um and it, it's far away, right? But in you can tell that she is uh based off her ears, uh some of the features of her face, you can tell that she's elven. But she's she's looks up toward the boat as you're still like coming in. Uh, we just, uh, uh, Darren, are you going down below? You staying up if above? If we if we are close enough to see the shape of her ears, uh, Anthony, can you tell me if she is uh, see throughable? <laughs> you cannot see through her. I will say that in the moonlight, it is hard to tell if she is glowing or if uh, there is just a general, you know luminosity because of the moon uh the moon is you know high above uh but i hear that sometimes there's like a light uh to warn ships about rocks is that what you're is that what you're doing here no i am waiting for someone 
Yeah, see, I told you guys. Uh, does she look like the knocking ghost? Like we've met the knocking ghost at the tavern <laughs> right. a few times. Can you? Right. Can you? No, remind the, the me? knocking ghost. The knocking ghost does not have. Um, I, as far as uh, ghosts go, the knocking ghost has lost a lot of his uh, human features. Right. He still sort of has a vague body shape and arms, but his legs are gone. They're just yeah. like misty wisps. Uh, right, she but like, is can I see solid. through the knocking ghost? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and okay. The knocking ghost is like Casper-ish, right? Like, yeah, boogie, yeah, yeah. like wispy, and this is just like spooky, glowy lady. Now that doesn't mean right. That doesn't mean she's not a ghost. Just but but you know, Anthony, she's not like the knocking ghost. Deeran has interacted with one ghost <laughs> in right. real life. He has read okay. a lot of stories. Uh, yeah, yeah. well, is... so that's what I'm saying. From the stories you've read, this could be a story, a ghost from a story, but it does not look like the one ghost you've met. Right, okay, uh, that's fine. Diren, um, Diren understands that sometimes stories are exaggerated for uh, effect, you know, and so uh, he is banking on this woman being real enough. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you're not going down below. No. Uh, Deeran has decided that ghosts look like the knocking ghost, and he will stand bravely, uh, although tentatively, with his <laughs> friends. <laughs> the boat pulls into the slip, um, and I think, you know, you do what you have to do with a boat, which is like throw out a line and make sure everything, you know, you, you secure the boat to the dock, and she stands just watching you as you perform these actions. Um, and then the boat has come to, to rest in the dock. Who, who are you waiting for? I am waiting for Tessa. Ellery looks at Deeran and Belroth. Belroth oh. looks at Ellery and Deeran. Uh, Deeran is eyes locked on this, uh, mysterious <laughs> femme fatale. Uh, <laughs> And you mean the adventure, the the Expedition Society of Secrets and Adventure? I don't know. I suppose that would be a Tessa. Like, uh, sorry, are you waiting for someone named Tessa or like an adventuring party? I don't know. I had assumed I was waiting for someone named Tessa, but this, that could be a group name, I suppose. Are you Tessa? Well, that's why we're trying to figure out like who you're. We, my name's Deeran. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ellery. Nor I'm, is that. I'm Belroth, but I am. And part this of is Freya. Team. And this is Freya. But like as a, a team, scarf and sleeping. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. busy. He's the uh, but like to as a team. Tessa, but he's not. yeah. Who told you to wait for a Tessa? Great question, Ellery. Excellent. Thank question. you. Thank you. Ah, uh, no one told me to wait for Tessa but it is my place to find Tessa to aid them are you a ghost sorry that's so rude um <laughs> I am no ghost oh god sorry that's also rude uh nothing against <laughs> ghosts what's your name I am the oracle oh that oh. sounds that sounds fancy oh it does sound like it's us though 
Yeah, that might. I we are uh, the Ugh. Expedition Society for Salvation and Adventure. That's us. We are Tessa. Yeah. Like, well, that's a new one, Belroth. What's a new one? <laughs> Normally, you're like science or whatever. Well, sure, but like after such a religious experience, can you blame him? No, I, I like it. That's what I'm clear saying. On what we're talking about. I said <laughs> okay. it how I always say it. Well. Well, <laughs> well, I uh, was <laughs> I had a, a vision to find you, and so I have come. Oh, and that's definitely us. Like we we've been getting this sort of stuff a lot lately. Do uh, I look like I did in the vision? I didn't see you. Oh yeah, I guess then the you would have known. Uh, oh. Yeah. What did it you was, see? Yeah. <laughs> I w- had a, f- a feeling. A vision is not always um, sight. Seeing with divination sometimes provides feelings, thoughts, understandings, more than actual visions. Sure. What I got was a sense that I needed to come here to aid someone or something known as Tessa as a time will come soon where your mind must be guarded, where oh. your will must be strengthened, Ooh. where your emotion must be kept in check. Oh. For, for if it is not, great danger will befall you. Uh, well, here we are. Um, and Ellery like holds out our hands. Uh, I don't need those. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. I I, cannot, uh, yeah. <laughs> I cannot strengthen your will for you, nor can I guard your emotion. But what I can do is provide opportunity for you to learn these things on your own, for you to understand what is required of you ahead. Oh, my grandma always says, uh, if you put something in a song, you'll learn it faster. I hope that that will work for you. But my solution is a little different. I am in tune with divination. The powers to see worlds beyond this one. Oftentimes, divination is thought to be the future or the past. But the truth is, any small deviation, every choice we make, splinters into other possibilities. Divination is those possibilities. Have you ever questioned the path you are on? Have you ever wondered if a different choice would lead you somewhere else? Sure. Yes, very much so. These doubts are what people prey upon. They are what your enemy will feed on. So I will provide you an opportunity to face these doubts, to understand them, and to strengthen yourself through them. I will not do so if you are unwilling. I guess my question is why? Why, like, 
what exactly in this vision told you that we need aid and what benefit do you get from it, I guess? My visions have long come from my source of divination. I don't like to, I find it very personal how every person comes across their own magic. It is not a thing that people can do without an understanding that everyone's power comes from somewhere. For me, it is my faith. My faith is mine to keep. Is it my God who spoke directly to me and told me where to find you? Perhaps. I find it more likely that the universe has called and it yeah, needs man. help. Me too. That's what I'm saying. But like, you know, just in general. I got to talk to my God once, so it's definitely possible that that was a thing that happened. I have never spoken with my God. Oh. But I do know that I am called at times to things like this. And what benefit do I have? I know that the vision told me that if you fail, this world will burn. Oh, jeez. Aye. So what benefit do I have? Survival. But more importantly, what purpose do I have if it is not to intervene in things like this? When the visions tell me to help, it is all I can do to help. It is the least that I can do. Uh, can we have just a second? Of course. This sounds fun. <laughs> uh, I, I'm skeptical, but I mean... That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren, how do you feel? Uh, honestly, uh, mostly I've just been focused on how relieved I am she's not a ghost. Uh, and then she said that thing that, like, I totally vibe with about, like, you know, uh, how it's like a universal power that, like, draws us together and there's no such thing as gods or, like, you know, uh, they're, I, they're not that that's not well, exactly what I, that's kind of why I said my thing, just because, like, <laughs> I, I felt like you were going back on that track again that yeah, no she god definitely is. Did you know. say god specifically in a different sure, context. and that it never talked to her. And that but listen, a... listen, if we have an opportunity. To, to to strengthen our minds and our wills and, and our emotions and we get to learn something along the way. Oh yeah, we should totally do it. Okay, that's that was why I wanted this little powwow. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. And you know what? I know Scarpin's not here. I'm sure he'd be in. Oh, he'd be the first one in. He, he'd be he already absolutely. would have said yes and gone on his lesson i would have been i would have been more skeptical if he had already agreed <laughs> yeah honestly that would have made me more uncomfortable right? are we sure he's actually downstairs oh i can go check on him oh i just meant like and not already off learning his oh it was just because oh. he's so excited I and eager. literally down in the, no uh, no okay. okay we're ready <laughs> uh she nods and she says this boat can we use this? You will need a place to rest. Sure. I've done yes. a lot of sleeping in this boat. Yeah, it's all right. Like the waves lap against the sides. It's kind of nice, you know? I threw up only once. <laughs> she uh, 
takes the opportunity. She embarks. Re, re, I don't know what getting on the boat means. Boards? Is, Boards. Is term. Boards. Yeah, but there's like, like you know, you would Barks. disembark a boat. I imagine you have to embark a boat <laughs> also. Disembark. Di- so uh, embark? Yeah. That's my thought. But I, I think you also embark on a journey. I don't think you embark on a boat. But here we are. Uh, mounts. You- <laughs> she mounts the boat. No. No, yeah, no, no. she mounts the boat. We uh, got it. <laughs> disembark. Redisembarks on the boat. Undisembark. She undisembarks. <laughs> yeah, she'll redisembark when, when she leaves the second time. The boat. Yeah. 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 No, okay. so she just barks because she's never been on the boat. <laughs> she's on the boat now, and she leads you down How'd she get into there? the hold, uh, her feet. Oh, um, and she, uh, which she does have. She leads you down into the hold of the boat, uh, and she says, "Please ghost. find a place to rest." Uh, and she withdraws from her robes a sensor, um, a large metal ball on a chain, um, and she lights the incense within the sensor um, and begins to swing it, filling the room with a sleeping scarpin who is snoring. Uh, begins to fill the room with a sweet selling, smelling smoke. Um, you're all just laying down, settling in? Yeah. I yeah. mean, if we've committed, if we've gone this far, it would be fucked up to be like, no. I'm we've out. let this stranger onto the boat. Uh, we've already, she's not a ghost. That's all we know. As you settle onto your bunk and the smell of smoke washes over you, uh, you find it hard to keep your eyes open, and within moments, you have fallen asleep. There's a slam in front of you, your eyes open, and you see a room full of young students in front of you. This room is room you're immediately familiar with. You've seen it uh, many, many times growing up. A classroom, just like this. Maybe not this one exactly, but they all have that feel to you as you look around. Uh, and all of these students are staring up at you. The heavy tome that you've slammed down in front of you, uh, it, in preparation for this class, uh, behind you, um, a board that you have magically scrawled uh, into, you know, uh, Professor Lincoln, illusion, master illusionist. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, my main question to you, Anthony is do I feel like this is weird or does Deeran feel like this is comfortable? Uh, so you, Deeran, have uh, all of the memories, the experiences, and the feelings of the Deeran that's not part of this world. So it's like the of dreamscape. Our, of prime Deeran. Similar. Well, no, I mean, uh, you had to be awakened there. Right. Here, you don't have to be awakened. Like, you have these these experiences. 
what you also have before you is the roadmap of what brought you here. You can see the choice that changed. You can see the moment where a decision was made where you, Deren, decided to pursue your own interests rather than fall in line, right? There was always some wavering, but there was one moment in particular that broke. Mm -hmm. And you can see that you have followed a different, that, that other path. The details are fuzzy. Uh, you know, you don't remember, you don't, you don't, you don't have those memories, but you can see the choice that brought you here and you can see like what the, the path that happened between now and then as you, uh, double down on your studies and you focused and you, um, you know, you set aside the notebook that now rests in a drawer in your quarters, uh, of, of your theories as you, uh, really became what everyone wanted you to become. Um, and in doing so, you have watched uh, you as you've cemented yourself this position within the black scale. Uh, and you are in Federation Bay, your hometown uh, at the school here with your um, the school itself being headed up by your parents as headmasters uh, running the place while you teach underneath, uh, along with many others. Sure. These students now, your magical, uh, your, your magical illusionist students, um, stare up at you in the last few moments, uh, before you hear a, a, a sound ring out across the school grounds and everyone begins to gather their things. Uh, Remember, students, uh, next class, we are going to need each of those uh, components, you know, the pinch of powder, uh, red, yellow, and blue, all three of those colors. Uh, bring as much as you can. You know, it's really important that, like, the measurements are precise uh, and accurate because, you know, as we kind of practice this stuff, students... <sighs> three quarters of the students are gone already. They're just out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the rest follow as soon as you, uh, take a breath, uh, before you are now alone in the classroom. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, or, you know, <laughs> it's, I remember, and Deeran's like muttering to himself, uh, as he like, uh, waves his hand over the, the board and the, uh, the illusion fades from the board, um, he pulls out a, a, a small notebook uh, and he starts to take notes on the class. Uh, he calls out the, the behavior of the students that uh, were really top in the class today and then the ones that are going to need a little bit of follow-up. Um, he closes the notebook and heads back to his office. Yeah, as you step out into the hallway uh, from uh, and down toward the offices, uh, from the office before yours, a head pokes out into the hallway. Uh, it's a half-orc with bluish-green skin, uh, and he says, Ooh, Professor Lincoln. Oh, hey, what's going on? 
and Professor Helmer is uh, the head of the evocation school, like uh, the, the the classes that he's like the the department head for evocation magic, uh, and he says, "Come, come, I must show you this. You'll be very impressed." Oh, sure, Helms. Let's see it. Uh, and he he uh, pulls you in. He closes the door. He says, "I have some very important questions that have been in." And uh, he licks, locks it, and he's like, "Okay, are you ready?" Yeah, of course, man. And he he goes around to the desk and he like pulls open uh, and, and withdraws from it a a tome uh, that he has. He's like, "I got this at the Brass Palace last week. I think you're really gonna like it." And he slams it down and he throws it open, and it is filled with spells uh and the spells that are in here are incantations used they're basically like party spells uh they're uh like fun they like generate lights and sounds and they modify people's uh moods and perceptions uh they are uh party spells for the common wizard um Helmer, I, this isn't illusion. That's that's not what illusion is. You know, illusion is so much more than this. Darren, Darren, come on. We talked about this. There's opportunity here for you. I, I worry about you. You're in here all day. Uh, you know, you're constantly dealing with the students. You know, you need to take time for yourself. And this is a way we can get you out there. Get you in front of people. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know that I need to be in front of people. You know, I've like, I've found my calling. I'm like a serious... You know, like the time for this stuff has come and gone, man. Uh, and as Darren is saying this, he's like internally freaking out uh, because like <laughs> all of the words that are coming out of his mouth are his mother's words uh, in like his own voice. And it, he just keeps going, too. And he keeps going and he keeps saying things like, you know, I just the students here really need me because, you know, after, after everything that happened and everything I learned out, you know, uh, like, I don't know, Darren, man. Darren, 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 look, all I'm saying is that, you know, you spend a lot of time here and that's good. You know, you're a good teacher. You do a good things here, but you got to have a life out of here too, you know? And, and I think, look, you're a master of illusion, throw an illusionary, uh, face on, you know, then it, it doesn't even have to be you come up with like a fun name and just like throw some parties with this. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, uh, you know, dance some lights around, uh, you know, music, uh, and, and experiences for people and touch people in a different way. That's all I'm saying. Helmer, that's not for professors to do, man. You know, like we had our time to party for me, I got all that out. You know, when I was out in prosperity, man, like I'm telling you, I was a cool guy. Like we did some cool things, but the time to put away childish things has come. Helmer, I just don't understand like why you keep trying to like do that to me, you know? Like I get I that just, you I don't respect to... illusion magic and, and it makes sense because, you know, uh, the utility of evocation spells is certainly uh more readily apparent you know but i think there's 
I think there's an underlying benefit to illusion. Look, I don't have anything against illusion. You that, know that. Uh, you can't I, even you know, say you, it without making that face. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I look, you create a bunch of things that aren't really there. Okay. But that's the best part, right? Like, they might not really be there, but they affect you like it's real, you know? Okay. Like, but okay what if okay, you made watch, things on, that were on. really there and affected you like they were real? I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, and Deeran casts fear? Okay. <laughs> um, so he has to make a whiz save? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you watch his... Uh, you, you know, finish the spell. And I think that, like, Deeran, uh when you're I know casting Professor these... Helmer really well. Uh, and yeah, so, yeah. like, the, the spell that I cast... Uh, is of him seeing himself going home alone. Okay. <laughs> and that, like, that feeling of leaving a party by himself. I think you also have so much experience with illusion magic in this reality that it's just like a flick, right? Like you yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. have to do much to get the spell to go. Uh, and then it just bursts out and his eyes like immediately his pupils dilate you can tell his heart is racing yeah, and breathing. then he calls it off because uh, it's it's concentration and so all it takes is just that yeah oh, okay no i i get that it is a thing i know that it's uh jesus yeah no i understand sorry man magic. like i didn't mean to cut so deep like but like that's crazy, right? Like all it took, and Diran pulls out the feather uh, that is the component for fear, and he's like, "Isn't there like there's something to that? You know, this caused that for you, man." That was pretty messed up. I I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Hold on. All I'm saying, Diran. That there is more than more to life than just coming into this place day in and day out. Yeah, these kids need you, and they, but they don't need all of you. They just need some of you. I worry that, like, if I didn't get all of my professors in prosperity, who knows what would have happened to me. And I don't want to see kids go down the same path that I could have gone down, man. Like it was dark. I I was lost, and uh, and Deeran reaches for his necklace, uh, and he squeezes it uh, and says, "You know, like I needed someone to reach out to me and protect me, and I got it there. And if I can be that person for my kids, then you know, I just worry about you." Man, you know, I mean, this, you're not going to teach uh, illusion forever. And you, you need to find uh, a balance. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I got plenty of time to figure that out, you know? Yeah, but, you know, you're going to wind up like, uh, like the divination professor, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, come on. She's not that bad. Not that bad. Deerin. Deerin. 
I'm just saying, you know, like there's worse things to be than the type of person that like gets a library named after you. Okay. Well, uh, you know, you can have lunch with Thelvin next time then. All right. When, when she comes down uh, from her tower, uh, you, you get to have the lunch duty. Oh, come on, Helmer. Like, don't do that to me. I don't think I deserve that, but like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like you've, uh, you've self-assigned it. All right. I'll take it next time. <laughs> but only cause I feel really bad about, you know, uh, you know Darren like he waggles the, the feather again. Like, <laughs> He closes the book. He says, take the book. Just take it. Look over the spells. Maybe something will, I don't know, unlock some field of study for you. All right? It might be interesting to see kind of like what the common root is of these things. And I'm, you know. Yeah, that's why. That's why you needed that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Darren takes the book uh, and then flips open his notebook and writes down like uh <laughs> components question mark somatics question mark <laughs> and closes the book and puts it away starts annotating the, the yeah, margins. yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah you head from here uh toward uh your office um, and when you st- you know it's just like <laughs> Every not everything's about explosions, man. Like I get it, they're cool, but like, you know, there's a lot to be done, like inside your own mind. Whatever. Uh, you open up your office door, um, and on the floor is a folded up note, just like passed underneath the door. All right, uh, Diren puts both of the books on the on the desk um what is what is the office like how what's the state of the office crazy it's crazy anthony it is insane uh there is stuff everywhere there are piles of books um there are piles of small notebooks each class has its own notebook uh with their own notes inside of it and then there are there's food like he uh, he's not great at um picking up after himself but uh when he walks into the closet uh he does enter into uh Liaman's tiny hut <laughs> and so he like doesn't have to deal with it out there and so he puts both of the books on the on the table um, or on his desk and then heads into the hut and the hut uh, is actually pretty well situated. There's a desk, there's a, like an ink pot. uh, And he starts writing two letters about two of the students in his class to send to the parents uh, of those students, just to let them know like, Hey, you should probably check in. Uh, And two letters becomes oh you know if like i'm gonna write letters for the the kids that like need help i should probably write a couple of letters to the to the parents of the kids who like are doing really well and just let them know and then uh 45 minutes pass and Deeran has now written a letter to every student's parent uh about that one class session um 
and he starts to head out of the hut and head back down the hall, and he sees the Your letter. Your student did mediocrely. <laughs> they didn't do particularly well. They had nothing to say. It was fine, I guess. Yeah, hey, uh, I just really appreciated that uh, that Reggie made it into class today. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, it's important. Attendance makes up part of the grade, and so that was pretty pretty cool. Uh, a for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like, they didn't do anything disruptive. Uh, they didn't, like, mess up any of the spells. Um, they didn't do them, like, particularly great or anything, but, uh, you know. Um, Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Solid performance again. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God. Uh, and so as he's like, as he's getting ready, he kicks the letter uh, that was on the floor. Like, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, and throws all of the letters that he had written into a chair that's just to the side of the door. Bends down, picks up the other letter, opens it and reads it with the door open to the hallway. Uh, it just says, uh, you will join us for dinner. And it's signed G. And uh, you know what that means. Deeran looks at the clock. How late is he? Uh, about 20 minutes late already. Oh, uh, but no. you're not dressed for dinner. And you know uh, that that won't fly. Yeah, no, of course not. Um, but uh, he does just go ahead and run anyway. Uh, as he's running down the hallway... Uh, he just yells, all right, giddy up. Uh, and he hops onto the back of his phantom steed and rides <laughs> out uh, of the classroom, like of the, the university building down the front steps uh, and across Federation Bay to his parents' house for dinner. Uh, along the way, he goes ahead and he will cast... Um, disguise self on himself because <laughs> oh no uh as he's riding he's starting to sweat right uh and so his disguise is him but not sweaty and dressed well <laughs> okay it still takes you about 15 minutes to get across Federation Bay on horseback, on Phantom Steed back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so by the time you arrive at your parents' house, you are 35 minutes late for dinner. Um, you uh, step up to the front door. Uh, it opens, and the uh, the servant that you are familiar with, uh, your sort of the head of house, mm -hmm. greets you at the door. Um, she's a, a half-elf. Um, her, she, she bows to you and she says, master. Oh, you don't have to do that, Clara. Come on. This way. He's waiting for you. I know. How, like, what, uh, one to ten. They cleared dinner away and your mother has left. One to ten? <laughs> I, I wouldn't venture a guess above uh, below seven. Okay. Uh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and Deeran, like, sheepishly heads up the stairs. Yeah, and she, like, leads... She heads up ahead of you and then opens the door to the uh, your father's study. 
where as she does, you can see him silhouetted against the window, his hands clasped behind his back as he stares outward. Uh, and she opens the door and just motions for you to enter. Yeah, uh, Deren walks in. Um, he stands there, hands uh, deep in his uh, real pockets, uh, <laughs> forgetting that he is like illusioned himself into like a suit, and so like it looks so weird. <laughs> like you've just tucked your hands into the side of your like suit his jacket. Ha- his hands are jammed in front of him because like they you can't see the actual clothes, right? Uh so like Right, right. Yeah, it just like they're both jammed in and he's like fiddling, you know? Uh which like you can see. Uh you hear your father says, Thank you, Clara, and she shuts the door. And then he turns slowly. And he just shakes his head. Dearin, dearin, dearin. I know, Dad. Uh, but the kids were great today, you know? Uh, we got some really bright students in the class. It was really awesome. Um, and then, you know, I did I did like you told me to. You know, I'm making connections. Uh, I was I was talking with Homer again. Um, he's got some good ideas. I don't know, you know, I don't know like if I'm going to be able to find time to like squeeze them all in with a with the rigorous study and 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 research that I'm doing and everything, but like you know, uh he's got some some ideas about how uh I could be uh, a bit more uh involved in the the community and stuff, you know? And so like that's that's pretty cool. Um rigorous study? Is that what we're calling that? Well, yeah, Dan. What do you mean? Three weeks, Darren. Three weeks we have been waiting for anything on your research. Anything. And so far, nothing. I understand that the students are a big time commitment for you. And you have done better to understand their needs and fulfill their wishes. But it is an important part of your job to further the research of magic within the black scale. Time and time again, Deirin, I find more things slip through the cracks with you, and I do not understand why you cannot seem to focus on the important things that are part of this world. Do you understand the importance that we have for the rest of the magical community? Yes, sir. We do things the proper way here, dear, and we are not the Tower of Varai running off half-cocked into the world. No, of course Destroying not. and casting spells left and right. It is not frivolous here, Dirin. No. No, using magic is like, it's really important to do it uh, only when you absolutely need to uh, and like only uh, for the prescribed purposes and, you know, teaching and understanding it is... Uh, what sets us apart from sorcerers? Um, and Deeran almost spits, uh, but doesn't. <laughs> I do not understand how someone with so much potential can be so wasted. You have an opportunity, Deeran. You have gifts that were given to you that most people would beg for. 
You are smart. You're clever. But you have no follow-through, no application. Yeah. I've got a theory. Oh, a theory. I mean, I, I like, I'm only just starting on it, but um, I've got a theory that uh, Deeran like is already uh, shrinking into himself. I've got a theory that party magic is like. It's all connected at like one source. Um, and like, uh, they, like, people who, um, and like, as he feels his father's like withering, like, glare, <laughs> uh, yeah. he just stops talking. This, this is what you bring me. This is the research you hope to bring forward to the black scale as an example of your brilliant deductions. I mean, you know, it's just like it's it's the start of a of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's I'm sure there's going to be more uh, to come. You know, I, I who knows where, you know, this could lead. Right. Like this could be the tip of the iceberg or whatever. And like. You know how they say, you know, uh, like uh, an iceberg, you only see like 10% of it or whatever because the rest of it's under the water. Like this could be that. Dear, and I think we have entertained your fancies long enough. You need to take some time to understand exactly what your priorities need to be. Am I getting fired? No. Your classes are important and I need you to do them. But you also need to take some op uh, this opportunity to readjust how your area of focus is being applied. And I expect an actual research topic from you by the end of the week. This is unacceptable. And if we can't come to terms on it, then yes, maybe, Deeran, this isn't the career for you. I mean... I always get like really high marks from, uh, you know, the, the professor ratings and like all of the parents really like, uh, to hear the status of their, their, their pupils, you know, uh, this profession isn't a popularity contest, Deeran. It's about understanding and knowledge, but I don't expect you to know that. I expect you to learn it now. Go. And clean your office while you're at it. It's a mess in there. Yes, sir. Uh, you owe your mother an apology, which I expect you to give her before we meet again. Of course. Uh, and Deeran slinks out of the room. As you turn, he says, And Deeran! Yeah? And he casts a hand outward. And your illusion falls away. He says, put on some real clothes next time, please. What a fucking dick. 
Uh, yeah, Deeran's <laughs> hands are jammed all the way inside his pockets, like so deep. Uh, his like his greasy hair, uh, like so. He's never been more aware of it, like matted against his forehead from the sweat of like riding the horse as fast as he could to get here. Uh, yeah, uh, he leaves and he heads down to the kitchen. Uh, just, you know, on the way. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the cook who is in there uh, sees you uh, and he's like, dear in my boy. Oh. How you been, Harrods? You missed lunch and dinner today. I know. I heard all about how I missed dinner today. I saved for you. Of course you did, Harrods. He pulls out a plate. He's like, do not tell your father. No, he will be very upset with me. Tell him what? (laughs) Uh, Deeran's like full-cheeked, just nomming down uh, on dinner. Oh, dear in my boy, your father and you have to find a way to get along, to live harmoniously. Why do you think he's such a dick to me, man? Well, probably because you have not been on time for dinner in, uh, oh, ever, I think, is probably one of the big things. Well, sure, but like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess that's kind of annoying. But like, it... (sighs) Like today I told him I told him about this idea that I have and like he won't even he won't even listen to it as like a concept. Like he he doesn't see any value in it. Relationships with parents can be difficult. Uh, my father for instance did not want me to be a cook. He said it Why? was undignified to be a cook. That's ridiculous. You're so good at this. Everything you make is so good. What's the secret by the way? Ah, it is skill and talent. Well, sure, but like... (laughs) That's the secret. If you are good at a thing, and you are very talented and skillful, then it will be good. But it seems like everything you make, like, has the same... Like, the same basis to it, but, like, they come out so different. Like, how does that work? Talent and skill. Huh. Yes. It, uh, my father was a woodworker. Okay. He wished for me to be a woodworker. Whenever I touch wood, it comes out as just wood. Just carved wood. I can carve wood and then it's wood. My father, he was a magician with wood. Oh, magician? uh, Or like... Well, something maybe more practical. Uh Uh, He would press the blade to the wood and from it would come a beautiful carving. Or a piece of furniture. He was an artisan, a craftsman. He did not understand that when I pressed my knife to wood, all that would come was wood. Sure. We are not always what our parents want us to be. I think often we are not meant to be that. But we have to be what we are. Me, I am a cook. Interesting, man. Um, sorry, uh, I got I got thinking about how like all of the things that you put into food are the same, but they always come out different. And uh, it made me think of the research topic 
and what if my dad's Darren gets very quiet and he leans in super close what if my dad's wrong about my like idea um let us say your dad is wrong okay I mean not loudly obviously but if that is true yeah right uh who will tell him like he's, how will how will you know? Well, like he's my boss, and so he'll know right. like what I'm working on, and like right. if the thing that I'm working on like is worth doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he doesn't want me to do it. Like I I can't get fired, but I think it's really important to do. Uh, and Deeran, like, internally feels himself, like, screaming at him himself. It's so important, man. You got to do it. Just get the hell out of there. Who cares? Your dad's a jerk, man. Uh, and, like, internally, Deeran uh, is so afraid of not keeping this job. The cook looks at you and he says, no matter what you do, it will all go before his eyes. I don't know what you could do to prove a man wrong. I am not in your line. But your father is a difficult man to negotiate in that way. Yeah, it's true. But sometimes you must do what you must do. Sure. Look at me. Yeah. My father was a difficult man to negotiate too. And yet here I am. I am a cook. Yeah, how'd that work out? what I must do. I have not spoken to my father in 25 years. Well, that doesn't... You know what I mean? Like... I thought you were going to say like, oh, he respects the he respects the way that I do these things because I cook such a good food, you know? But like, no. 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 All right. The last time I cooked for my father, he took one bite and threw the plate onto the ground. Told me I was wasting my life. What an idiot, man. How would he eat in seconds? Uh, you know that. And deer and uh, eyes, the, like the, the icebox. <laughs> During uh, all the things I have done in my life, nothing has been more rewarding than feeding you. Oh, shut up. That's like the sweetest thing that anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> uh, and he pulls out like another plate and just slides it over to you. Yeah, Tyrion. He knew. Goes to town, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once you finish uh, eating, where are you headed? Um... Deeran's trying to sneak out. Because uh, I assume you live yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in your yeah. tiny hut. Yes. Yeah, I live in the office. In the office, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is no... Uh, there, is, there is an apartment in Deeran's name. He does not live there. And he does not go there. And he has no idea... How it is. (laughs) 
But I like the idea that they gave Deeran a key. Deeran lost the key. He's lost it. No yeah. idea how no. to get into the He just the, doesn't the lock the room. He doesn't lock his <laughs> office. So like it doesn't surprise him that his dad has been into the office because like keys, come on, man. Like <laughs> Okay. Uh but he will on his stroll like He's going to try and sneak out of the house. And when he, if he gets out of the house without being seen by his mother, uh, he will head down to, like, there's a little, um, it's not like a boardwalk, but there's a little, like, avenue with, like, mosaic tiling, like, uh, next to the docks. And there are a few different little bars, uh over there in Federation Bay that is kind of like a a nice place to go and have a drink and hang out with your friends. Um, And Deeran will go three blocks over from that uh, where there is (laughs) just a garbage dive. uh, And he knows when he shows up there that Taryn and Denner will be there. Okay, yeah, you walk into the bar, uh, and uh, they're at the um, at the bar, sitting uh, on their traditional stools, are Taryn and Denner, uh, who, as you enter, they both say, Deeran! Oh, hey, y'all. Oh, man. Uh, and Deeran looks like, I mean, garbage, right? Uh, he's sweaty. <laughs> he is, like wrinkled uh and he puts a hand up to the barkeep and the barkeep has already slid like nuts over to the seat next to next to dinner for Deeran, and he sits down and a whole handful of nuts into his mouth i love him guard why is my dad such a dick all the time uh dinner just like puts a hand on your shoulder um, clear concern on their face. Uh, and Denner says, oh, you know, it's it's tough. Uh, your father, obviously a very important man. Uh, and it's hard to live up to some people's expectations. You know, but but don't don't you worry. That's that's his problem, not yours. You have your own life to live. You can't live his for him. All right, man. I appreciate that. Sorry to like come in so hot and heavy. Taryn, how's the smithery? Is that that's not the word, is it? And he looks at her face to like. <laughs> she just shakes her head. Uh, she, <laughs> she says, "The forge is working. Oh. That's the important thing." That's a cool way to refer to it. Like, I never know how to ask. You know, like about like your day jobs or whatever uh we've been doing we them have, a while like we have so many orders coming in because of our proximity to the armies fighting the uh, the fish war fish war and deer and spits um and the bartender's like you're cleaning that up he hands you a na- like a towel yeah deer throws it on the ground and then uses his foot <laughs> you know he does that like foot move <laughs> uh, yeah 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 and yeah. then he tries to pick it up with the other foot like he tries to put the rag on the top of his foot and like lift his foot up <laughs> so that he doesn't have to bend down 
Uh, <laughs> Taryn says, I don't know what's going on with the, the 19 war, decks check. I feel like. <laughs> Good work. No, you did it. You pulled it off. I don't know what's going on with the fish war, but I'm happy to have the business come through, even if it is busy all the time. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, huh? Like, remember when this place was like quiet, you know? And it was like, oh, I need a new anchor or whatever. I guess we'll go see the well and, you know. Uh, and now. The bay like, is changing. It's yeah. changing a lot. It's wild. It barely, re- it barely resembles the small town we used to be, and now it's increasingly as I'm, I feel. I'm worried it's going to get swallowed up by Verena any day. You know, I really thought like coming back here, uh, it'd be easy. You know, I like come back, hang out, get drinks, like. But the world just seems to like really be pushing this whole like moving forward thing, you know? Denner smiles and they say, the sun always shines, new plants grow up, but every year nothing is ever the same. We plant the same plants, we uh, pull in the same crops, the cycles move us forward, but every year it presents its own challenges, its own differences. You can never have two of the same. I guess that's true. Uh, not alone. But I mean, you wouldn't want to. That's what, that would be boring. Two years exactly the same. I suppose that's true. Uh, but like... I feel like my... Uh, I feel like my parents want it that way. You know? Uh... Like, the course of study in prosperity was dangerous and weird and too avant-garde and so illusion. And here I am, back in Federation Bay, teaching the same magic that, like, I learned before I left, you know? And, like, I, I know my dad wants me to write a paper on components, I don't want to write a paper on components, but I know that if I write a paper on components, then I'll be able to get funding because everybody, like, everybody needs to buy components. You know what I mean? I have no idea what you mean. Uh, <laughs> I assume that's something like when we buy seeds, maybe. Yeah, seeds can be components sometimes, you know? Uh, oh, no, that's not... Uh... <laughs> Usually it's like different colored sands or like feathers or bat poop or whatever, you know? Do you have to, you have to buy, you buy the, you buy poop from a bat? Well, you buy you like just... magic grade poop, bat poop. Yeah. Like who grades the bat poop? Well, there's a whole industry, <laughs> you know, like it's all regulated. It's all regulated. It's all regulated by the black scale. Wait I don't, I don't understand how you take bat poop and then, like, poof, and then you've, you know, you've, you flying. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, I get it, you know. Uh, I don't understand how you take seeds and then poof, water and waiting 
and then now we have food. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Or like. But you know what? I am so glad you do know. That makes me happy. I'm glad someone knows how to take bad poop and then like poof. And then the magic happens. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Deeran, uh, Deeran finishes Ter- his like his beer. Yeah, Taryn's like, it sounds to me like you need another drink. Yeah, probably. Hey, um, you remember my friend Helmer, uh, from work? Half, oh, yeah, half work, yeah. kind of a jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came by here a yeah, few like times. Yeah, like the the jock of magic, basically. <laughs> Like, I love your class, like your your uh, characterization of evocation users. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, uh, he thinks that I need to like do something different. Uh, Taryn nods. <laughs> Wait, really? Well. I- you know, it's not my place to say. She just takes a drink. Huh. What about you, Denner? I um, am not really sure what you do now. So, uh, <laughs> if you could just, I don't know. Uh, this Helmer seems like they know what you do. That's like you can tell they're struggling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. They say, Deeran, I'm just so happy that you did come back to Federation Bay because, uh, you know, you bring uh, such a light to us when you come. And I, and I, if you weren't here, I would miss you. That's all. Thanks, man. Uh, and whatever it is you, you do, do. Yeah. Uh, Deeran pays for the drinks. Uh, all of them, all three of their drinks uh, for the night and the food. Uh, Taryn raises uh, her mug to you as you do so. Yeah. And he's like, all right, uh, I got to get back. Uh, I, I do have some work to do before tomorrow. Uh, and yeah, pays and heads back to heads back to the office. Uh, on your, As you uh, walk onto the grounds um, on your way into the building, uh, you see uh, the divination professor, Professor Thelvin, as she is coming out of the front door, and you have a moment of dissonance as you realize it is the Oracle. Whoa. Um. Hey, Professor. Dearin. This path is not over for you. No, I know. Like, uh, I just, I got a couple of more hours and then, and then I'll be turning in. Uh, wait, what, what do you mean? There is much for you to see here beyond just an understanding of what could be. This is not a pleasant picture we have painted. But there is something more you must understand and know. 
um oh okay like and and now he's like internal him is like trying to step forward uh but like external him has like taken so much of this that it's like he really has to force himself through it and he's like yeah uh can we like get out of here do not despair there is more for you to see but this too is part of you dirin you must steel yourself against it, or it will be wielded against you. It just, um, so, like, I don't know how much you know about me, uh, but, like, could we pick one of these where, like, my dad doesn't think I'm a total screw-up? I tried to pick realities near to us, Deeran. <laughs> Fair, I... fair enough. Uh, also, a total <laughs> burn. Wow. <laughs> cool. Just go with this warning. There is more here than you realize, and you must be open to it when it comes. Okay. Go. And she just like walks past you. Sure. Uh, yeah, Deeran heads back into the office then. Um, and like. Deeran Prime is like trying to exert more control over this Deeran. And he's like. There's definitely a connection uh, between that, like, party magic book and, like, the way the black scale, like, creates a commodity of, like, components and, like, the magics that tie everything to, like, there's got to be something there. Uh, and Diren, like, has absentmindedly walked past his office and has to like turn around and like come back again. Uh, but <laughs> okay. he he does walk through the door and like over to the books, um, and like throws open the like the book that he was lecturing on in class and the stupid party magic book. <laughs> Uh, what are the pages that he like lands on? Like uh, in the books? Yeah, yeah. I think for uh, illusion, it's uh, discussing spells for um, uh, transforming like humans' uh, appearance, right? Like really focusing on uh, knowledge of the. Uh, uh, this is the word I always mess up. Physiognomy, I think, is like like parts of the face and, and body. Physiognomy? Um, physiognomy, that's what I'm looking for. There's a lot of silent letters in that Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. It's one of those words where you're like, oh, uh, they've only read it. They've never yep. like heard it. Yeah, <laughs> I've read this many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, and then uh, you also have, uh, and then in the party book, uh, it's about uh, creating points of light within a magical darkness. So that you can like darken a room, but then like have just points Strobes. of light within it. <laughs> yeah. Like laser show, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, I think you probably study these for a while, right? Like you're trying, you're, you're, uh, you're going back and forth between the two books. Like, uh, and I think you just like doze off studying this at your desk. Yeah. Uh, you nod off for sure. Um, and you hear the door shut, uh, of the office, uh, which wakes you up. Yeah. I wake with a start and I'm like, yeah, present and in front of you is, Archimedes Silverblade, uh, maybe the most famous wizard that you have ever, like, that you are know of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, standing in front of you, and he says, Dear Lincoln, I need your help. Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.